1: No, of course, that you're out of your jurisdiction. Personally, I think you're a video.
0: But that's evidence in the car! But I was going to Natashi Station to pick up some power converters. Always oh, like to keep my audience riveted. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, friends and fiends, and welcome to Free Range Idiocy, the podcast about everything, but mostly just the stuff we like. In case you've been living under a rock. Trapped underneath a grand piano, or perhaps living in a grand piano box has been trapped underneath a rock, you know that Marvel's newest group of superheroes arrives in theaters on November 5th. And what with none other than the Marvel Godfather himself, Kevin Feige, promising that this flick will do nothing short of redefine the MCU, there's a whole lot at stake with this one. What will happen? Who will it happen to? Will the real Mephisto please make like Slim Shady and please stand up or raise a hand? Hell, just blink already! So in this episode 80, we're going to break down some of the cockamamie theories that the interwebs have cooked up and make light the Iron sheet to let you know whether they're the real or the jabroni. My name is Todd and with me, as always, is the man who may or may not be an eternal in hiding, but he's just too damn polite to let everyone know that this has all happened before and it'll happen again. He has been my partner in IDC for over two decades and counting. I give you the man they call Tim. Greetings and salutations, my friend. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well this week, sir. How about you? I'm well. I'm doing well. Are you ready to break down some Eternals cockamamie uh, fan theories? I'm ready to uh, litigate. I'm ready to adjudicate. No, 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 no. Stop with the Nipsey Russell routine. It's too damn early in the show for that. (laughs) I know you had a little nip of a uh, Uncle Nearest before before this show started, but don't I, let, don't get things carried away here. I have commiserated with Uncle Nearest. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to commiserate about? Your fantasy football team is sailing high. You got Eternals coming out. You just saw Dune. I mean, you've got <laughs> life is good for you. What do That's you what right. do you got to cry about? Like, what you don't even have first world problems right now? No, not really. No. Okay, I, I have to agree with you on that one. So. All right. Well, that all being said, uh, since we've already kind of uh, <laughs> let me see here uh, a, little, a little foreshadowing, what's going on with The Week in Geek? The Week in Geek. Feels so funky.
1: Ah, my friend. Much is going on in the world of geekdom. Uh, to start uh, with, good. as is our custom throughout oh, this God, fall here season. We go. It is time to uh, reflect on week eight of the 2021 campaign of this fantasy football. This week saw uh,
0: Uncle Todd with some uh, good news. Oh, yeah, that's right. Something to celebrate. (laughs) Something to celebrate. I'm so used to getting my tail kicked in that I completely, I actually forgot that I had something. I was i was all ready to brace for another kick into the gonads here. But I actually, I, I, I did. I managed to win. You did. What happened? And
1: I sent you today a meme of Barry Horowitz of wrestling fame to uh, <laughs> just commemorate it with the old hand on the back routine.
0: <laughs> so, Which, you know what? I will say I did earn that because let you me did. tell you, I was supposed to lose this one. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, I had two players. First of all, me and Julio Jones. He's he's right up there with uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Dalvin Cook. Mm. At least Dalvin came came through for me this week. Well, kinda. He still was like fifteen points off his average. But anyways, I got Julio Jones has been, been jerking me around for weeks now. And then I had another guy out. Plus, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Devonta? Uh, what's his face? Adams? Yes, him. He's out with COVID nineteen, so I mean, it's it just one thing after another. So I had to pick up like two wide receivers, and then you know, I'm I'm looking at this whole thing, and I, of course, Khalil Herbert, who I should have known to start, I should have known, I should have known. No, he goes for thirty two points. Dalvin Cook gets a measly twenty five, oh. and then, because I was like, you know what, I'm tired of riding the Ryan Tannenhill roller coaster. Express. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start Daniel Jones. Let me freaking tell you. That's another roller coaster Mm -hmm. because then Tannehill went off and he did better than Jones. But somehow my my opponent managed to crap the bed, even though he had uh, Josh Allen starting got 65 points he had like he had like four guys that went off and everybody else sucked that's the only way i managed to take this home so i'm nice. i'm happy and now uh, next week i get to, i get to go against the celadwellers who you just played so of course you won that's right
1: we will lead with your victory and circle around to my somewhat hollow victory over so 18. i have a chance of i have a chance of putting a win streak of 2 together there we go and you're gonna creep a little bit closer to 500, my friend. You're three and five next week. You'll be four and five.
0: Now, the one thing I want to point out to you, because uh, now, of course, you 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 beat the Caledwellas 190 to 33. How they got 33, I have no idea. Do you but know anyway. where they got most of their
1: 33 points from? I'm looking at it right now.
0: Oh, Nick kicker. Folk, the kicker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nick Folk.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? What's going on? Why not? Oh. Um, so if you, look, if any of you are out there, who are actually still listening. But if you're in Yahoo Fantasy Footballs, uh, in the stand, in the standings, they have current standings as a default. But if you go to current projections, mm. have you tried this? Oh no, so I have not. Made I am actually out. projected to come out eight and six. You're projected to go seven and seven. Yahoo so has pre- you losing the rest of the year and coming oh, out five hundred. Ah, interesting. Is that some crazy
1: stuff or what? It is. It really is. Well, I think it has to do with the Derrick Henry news. Oh, that's right. Which really isn't news for me because I have plenty of running back backups. I'm good to go. Oh, shut up. You know, I. And I the have, rich get richer. Just- I have plans. I have uh, redundancy checks. I have. You know, I run a well-oiled machine. I'm not 7-1 and for nothing, baby. So uh, Yahoo Projections, uh, while I enjoy the service and I appreciate the ability to play fantasy football through that service, uh, I'm not going to pay attention to those projections
0: and just continue to go on my winning ones. You know, I was enjoying this segment until just now. (laughs) And now I'm mad again. Now the mood has gone dim. (laughs) Now I know why Mo is always so mad. That's... <laughs> all right, what else yes. we got going on with enough, enough of our fake football teams? Oh my God! Well,
1: congrats to you, sir, and uh, it'll be interesting with me. Uh, Derrick Henry is, for all intents and purposes, out for the remainder of fantasy. He's six to ten weeks with a foot surgery, apparently. <laughs> So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the remainder of the season shakes out. But, yes, we shall see.
0: Uh, Next item. As far as Derrick Henry goes, I wish the real Derrick Henry quite well. However, for the the fantasy football Derrick Henry, ha, I say. (laughs) And on that note.
1: Uh, dune 2 is going to be a thing believe it or not so for those who have seen dune the movie which uh, came out a couple of weeks back this article is based around uh, i think it's october twenty sixth, or when these numbers came out so we're Mm -hmm. we're about a week behind but warner brothers has announced that there will be a dune part two the sequel will end up getting uh, released apparently october 20th of 2023 so in two years But the uh, Dune Part 1 notched an estimated 40.1 at the North American box office, 40.1 million, exceeding expectations of 30 million. It was the biggest opening for Warner Brothers this year, which I have to kind of laugh because they kind of put all their eggs in the DC basket and paid the price for that. So now. They uh, apparently have come out ahead a little
0: bit by having Dune be as successful as it is. How many Warner Brothers movies have been released, though? Because they ever since they basically said, hey, everything is on HBO Max, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. depending on what has been released, this might just be the first movie that's actually worth going to see on a big screen.
1: Yes. And that's something that the article from CNN notes is that this was considered a strong opening, um, even more impressive considering uh, what you just said. The film is streaming on HBO Max. I think it's the kind of film, like you said, that I think carries with it the gravitas of, oh, I want to see this in the theater. I saw it in the theater with my family over the uh, weekend. Audio-wise, amazing. Absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. Picture-wise, it's going to be a hit or miss depending on your theater. Uh, At mine, uh, unfortunately, the darker scenes were really difficult to kind of see clearly. There was a bit of a house lighting issue i think they 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 left the house lights on a bit brighter than they might have should have but i started watching on hbo max on sunday and those scenes were much clearer so it's kind of a mixed bag but i i would definitely recommend going to the theater regardless because it, it was between the music and the sound effects and just you know it was just a great experience to see it on the big screen with a quality sound system so uh so Dune Part 1, uh, shaping up to be a strong outing. And thankfully, because of that, we will get Part 2 in uh, two years' time.
0: Yeah, it looks to me like the first... Because, I mean, they've had some big move. Warner Brothers has had some big movies. They had, mm-hmm. you know, Godzilla, Kong, Mortal Kombat. But both of those were really before the summer. Stuff was really still not open. Mm. And then you get into... In the Heights was, you know, June 18th was when it was released. I mean, so mm-hmm. now you really start getting it space jam Uh, i mean (laughs) then you get into like the suicide squad was really is really kind of that to me that first movie where it's a kind of a blockbuster popcorn movie people are going to go see it even in august 6th though we were still kind of at a point where there was theaters were just kind of really getting to roll Mm -hmm. and now it feels like we're we're more at a point where people are kind of getting more back into that rhythm so yeah it isn't this is really kind of the first opportunity that I think people are really going to want to go see a movie of this, this size. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: agree. Interesting. Interesting. And finally the big kahuna. Oh boy. Uh, We were pleasantly surprised yesterday uh, with a trailer dropping that (laughs) uh, I don't know if it was announced or not. I, I was not aware of this. My, my younger son texted me this and said, check this out. And it turned out to be a trailer for the book, of Boba Fett. Oh,
0: The
1: so Book good. of Boba Fett.
0: Oh, so good. It, you know what this was like? This is like when you put on your winter coat and then you find like a $20 bill in the pocket <laughs> that you forgot about. Because, I mean, I knew that Book of Boba Fett was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's hard not to kind of keep track of these things doing this show and talking about as much geek stuff as we do. But I kind of mm-hmm. forgot about the idea of like, oh, and there's going to be a trailer. At yes. some point before, I mean, even though everybody in the world is waiting for this, they're going to try and whet your appetite somehow. I, I completely forgot, like, oh, there's going to be a trailer for this coming. And you sent this to me, and I'm like, <gasps> mm-hmm. looky what I found in the pocket. Indeed. I'm going to sizzle. I'm going to sizzle. <laughs> I don't know that I was saying that when I saw it. but <laughs> I'll take uh, foods that rhyme with Q, Alex. That's we'll right. Start with Q. That's right.
1: So uh, I thought we would just uh, chat for a couple minutes here on thoughts on the trailer, because uh, as the tagline says, every galaxy has its underworld. And my goodness, mm-hmm. did we get a little bit of a peek into what that's going to look like.
0: Yeah, it's kind of incredible that it really has taken this long to get here. But then again... As we talked about before, Star Wars is so far behind the curve on actually fleshing out their universe mm-hmm. and like doing anything with characters that don't you know have the last name Solo or Skywalker. I, I mean, I guess Kenobi, but even that, pfft, yeah. it's taken so long. So even though that has been there from the very beginning, I mean, the idea. I think Jabba was is mentioned in the very first Star Wars movie mm-hmm. in, in New mm-hmm. Hope. And you know that Han's a smuggler, so you know, okay, there's gangsters, there's smugglers, there's this sort of stuff, and then we get bounty hunters in in Empire, and it's always been there. But it's never been a focus because, well, none of the smugglers were, you know, none of the bounty hunters were named Skywalker, so screw them. Yes. And now we finally start getting into this, and Oh, boy, does this look like a whole lot of fun. It's like a mashup of, like, Sopranos, Godfather, Kill Bill, mm-hmm. Desperado. Like, just, yeah, yeah, give it all. Give it all to me and shove it into my eyeballs, please, just now. Can I get a peek? Oh, a little. Ha-ha. <laughs> no, I, I got to have more than just a ha-ha. <laughs> I want all of it. Oh, yeah. This looks flipping phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And and all that, and mixed with almost kind of the grandeur of like an over the top sort of kung fu movie as well. Like there's a little bit of that thrown in there, like just some of the how grandiose it is. Oh, it's it looks gorgeous. What do you think, sir?
1: As as we talked in the pre 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 production meeting, Mm -hmm. this brings together two itches that I've needed scratched in the Star Wars realm, which is one having a focus on the Boba Fett character. So there's one. Mm. And the second one is, you know, exploring that underworld or, or what you just described, you know, kind of diving into an area of the galaxy of this universe that Lucas has created that hasn't really been explored very much. Um, it's been hinted at or it's been referenced in some ways. If uh, for those who remember seeing Solo, you know, the big reveal at the end was Darth Maul was the head of this big crime syndicate. But, you know, it's mm. always been just on the periphery. We've never really... Dove into this. And so it was really uh, exciting for me to see that it's going to really kind of get into that end of the Star Wars galaxy and absolutely love, you know, like I I wrote a note down here as I was watching it. You know, I I love how respect and cooperation are being preached by the man with a big gun and a gaff stick.
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, it makes sense doesn't it does. It does it does i mean just that. i mean what's gonna what else is gonna make you what's gonna make you cooperate quicker absolutely. the dude who can either bludgeon you to death or mm-hmm. shoot you depending on his mood mm-hmm. i don't know that, that that would seem to increase cooperation to me yep so uh yeah
1: very excited thought it was interesting you know a couple interesting things i noticed you know watching it a couple times boba is uh he's not all pasty white anymore he's he's i think there's uh He's got his color back. If You know, when we saw him in, in Mandalorian, he looked a little worse for wear given uh, what we suspect is, you know, was his experience <laughs> somehow surviving the Sarlacc pit. Oh, well, yeah, that'll that'll take a little bit out of you. you know? But I noticed uh, in kind of one of the first few frames when you kind of see him, and I'm assuming this is in Jabba's palace, that there looks behind him to be some sort of like healing bed that has been kind of referenced in, in past movies and shows. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if when we pick it up he will you know there'll be some explanation around why he's looking a bit more healthy than he did uh, when we saw him originally
0: in the Mandalorian likes to take his helmet off either that or maybe you know Jabba had a backup sail barge and he's just been cruising around on that catching some rays you know just chilling you know yeah. B- yeah. having a droid bring him a you know a little cocktail with a with a little umbrella in it or something you know Ian Fennec just you know cruising around getting some sun yeah, that, you that, know occasionally be. you know occasionally throwing a couple people into the sarlacc pit you mm-hmm. know i mean just just good clean fun really mm-hmm. that's what it is actually Absolutely. that should be the follow-up instead of and after book of boba fett we get weekend at boba fett <laughs> that's what i want oh
1: goodness.
0: I want, the, I want this, I want this the thing to take a hard right oh at the gosh. end of it and just turn into a wacky slapstick comedy. Oh.
1: Just leave it to Uncle Todd to take a good thing and, <laughs> and then take it a, a step
0: too far. You know what? I mean, hey, we've already got Sing Along with Wong... That's true. Let's
1: that is true. Give me a,
0: give me a wacky Star Wars comedy. I I there apparently we're not getting the Rangers of the New Republic so there goes my you know my clerks in space or chips in space Chips so, in space. Oh, we got to bring st- back that theme music, baby. <laughs> Dude, I still say that would that is money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Just those X-wing jockeys just flying around and just talking. And you know, like the the equivalent of like coming across an accident with a bunch of like space mm-hmm. chickens all across a planet or something. It'd be great because that was like every other episode, wasn't there? There was a crash, and there was yeah. a there was always a truck full of chickens mm-hmm. scattered across the interstate. Yep. yep. You know, good. Luckily, Punch and John were there to, to help rectify the situation. They were there to. Uh litigate no don't 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 don't, don't. <laughs> just the charm is wearing off real quick just saying save it for save you it. the listeners may enjoy it you know so i think uh i think tim has said it best Uh basically book of boba fett is mm. that ointment for that itch that you've had sort of like the solve that he had to get to recover from that rash he got on spring break that one year oh good lord that didn't go away, made him walk real bow legged for a while, but he was, <laughs> he's fine now. Oh, it, as long as he stays on those meds, everything is fine. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, Book of Boba Fett.
1: <laughs> 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 I am not going to address that at
0: all. <laughs> better, better than a scratching stick. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know oh, why goodness.
0: they never come to you for a review or to me. I mean, well, actually, no, I know why they don't come to me for reviews. I, but for you, I don't I don't really understand why. I know. I know. Yeah. So uh,
1: if it already uh, I mean, you and I were already a big buy for this. But uh, yeah, just this looks head and shoulders above. Uh, I think anything we looked at in our last episode. Um, <laughs> I don't still, know. Hit, still kinda from is kind of cleaning off. kind of
0: up one. there. Uh, Peacemaker definitely is. It, oh. it, this it leaves Peacemaker oh. in the dust oh. for sure. Indeed. All right. And that, my friends, is the Weekend Geek. Well, thank you very kindly for your interweb sleuthing mm-hmm. and coming up with a bunch of stuff for us to talk about. But however, we do have some serious business to take care of here because oh, we've oh, got oh, some oh. theories to go through for the Eternals. Now, if all goes well, hang on a minute. Let me knock on a little wood. <laughs> We'll be posting this on Friday when uh, when this hits theaters. So you'll be able to listen to this on the way to your theater, and then you'll be able to let us know exactly how right and wrong we are, and then we'll have to come back and let everybody know. Mm-hmm. Of course, I still have yet to receive my winnings from the previous Real or Jabroni episode. However, I'm told that I'm Thursday. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. Thursday. How many times have I heard that at different? <laughs> Times. I have the receipts. I will trust you on it. I've been, uh, oh, wait a minute. Paperwork. You said Friday, so it's on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, Sweet. And the, uh, the selected prize of choice
1: by Uncle Todd was yes. a bourbon, uh, Chicago based bourbon, Koval. Mm. Uh, a little bit of rye bourbon there, my friend.
0: Yeah. I was hoping for some Cavassier, but, uh, I decided to go with Koval instead. Classy. Yeah. Yeah. That you are. That you are. Well, I mean, <laughs> that just goes without saying. So this is interesting. This
1: is our third real in Jabroni. You are 2 and 0, I am 0 and yeah. 2. So I am looking to redeem myself in some way shape or form.
0: You know, what? now I think about it like I don't care if I get my butt kicked in fantasy football as long as I can keep winning these because it makes it really easy to keep the liquor cabinet stocked this way. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you still have the
1: last winnings that I got for you? Oh like, hell no, that's, that's oh, long okay. gone. Oh, that's right. That was the double oaked, and I think oh, you. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: that was delightful, oh, indeed. That was gone. That was actually gone way too quick. Honestly, I could <laughs> I needed a bigger bottle for that one. That was oh, oh my funny. goodness. Well, as is our custom,
1: uh, we will walk through. How, how many of these do we have? We have about twenty eight, I believe. Twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah, we roughly run between 25 and 30, uh, just to give us a good spread here to see if one of us can get it really, really wrong or one of us can (laughs) get it really, really right. Uh,
0: Usually it's really, really wrong.
1: Kind of in the middle. I mean, I think the last two uh, we did, we were only a couple points apart (laughs) in terms of the, like, we were kind of like, you know, 50-50 almost.
0: Yeah, that's right. The last one, it came down to like a judgment call and I had no idea, but I I ended up being having the one who had to litigate. Went to uh, a still and, under protest adjudicate and elucidate and emaciate. All you really did was bloviate, masticate, something, Kate. I don't know, Blanchette. Uh, uh, something I did not appreciate. Oh, all... look at you. You are you are like you're like this generation's Nipsey Russell with all your rhyming. Thank you. It's <laughs> gonna be a huge, huge us. Uh, Nipsey Russell is gonna be trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is Nipsey Russell? Uh, so we will go through uh, all of these. And, and
1: so what Uncle Todd has done as the gracious organizer of this is to go mm-hmm. through a voluminous amount of rumors uh, spread throughout the interwebs. Uh, he, he has been hard at work earning that caval, if he didn't already earn it from his win. And
0: uh, Oh, I totally uh, earned it from the win. I know Come on.
1: Did. And put together these fine, fine rumors that we are now going to and adjud- are no, not going to adjudicate that's next that's the episode 2 or 3 from now uh we we will we will make our guesses we will decide is it the real and and again uh our, our rating system is based on uh the highly unique and celebrated uh professional wrestling legend the iron sheik who yes uh, bubba oftentimes bubba will uh talk about what is the real and uh what is the jabroni uh, so we uh, the real is a a tru- truism, and the jabroni a falsism. So
0: uh, former WWF champion, no, it's, it's WWF <laughs> champion, champion. <laughs> that's right. I needed. It takes me a while to get into that one because that's. Oh my gosh, he is a unique cat. Oh he, my god, uh, yeah, yes, he is.
1: Anyway. All right,
0: are you ready, sir? Are are you are you ready to uh, put it all on the line here? Oh, about as ready as I ever am, which means not very. But sure, let's All do this. Right.
1: thing. Oh, and last last point, we just have to just yes. make sure the listeners understand what is on the line is the winner's choice of bourbon.
0: Yes, indeed. So, or I mean, or well, let's let's just put it as whiskey because now so, uh, yes. I know that if you win this one, I'm going to be buy, I'm going to be buying a bottle of Uncle Nearest and sending it to Chicago. That's so. right. Be like you know whiskey from Tennessee coming to Maine just to go to Chicago. It'd be a much shorter trip if you Actually, just drove and got it.
1: Quick, quick, funny story. So when I went to the UPS store, I did not have packing tape at home, so I just figured they could tape up the box when I you know I had all the other stuffing mm-hmm. and everything you know to keep it secure. So when I get there, you know, I asked the guy, you know, do you mind taping this up for me? He's like, yeah, no problem. And he's like, so so what are you shipping? And of course, not think you know, I just you know first thing came to my head. I'm like, oh, it's a bottle of bourbon. And so he looks at me and he's like, oh, you mean a gift? I'm like, yes, a gift. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you gotta love the helpful employees
1: oh my gosh fantastic i'm let like let me that...
0: help you make sure you don't need to pay extra or get some service on this thing
1: exactly if there was a tip jar i would have dropped a five or a ten in there for uh for, for the help so thank you very much uh anyways all right let's get going with this the eternals the real and the jabroni are you ready sir are you strapped in fired up ding. and ready to go ding here we go Number one, the Eternals did not intervene in any of the MCU action up to this point because they don't know their Eternals—the real or the
0: Jabroni. What say you, sir? I'm gonna go Jabroni on this one. They totally know who they are.
1: All right, I'm also gonna play the role. And of by the way, this here. is
0: this, as well as like the next. Oh, I don't know, like ten or eleven are all from a Slash Film. Mm. and i'll i'll put some i'll actually put some links to some of these because we i managed to find some very kind of group uh small group of links so it won't be too much in the in the show notes so if you want to go and read some more in depth on these uh so the next bunch are all from slash film and and most of them have to do with why the eternals didn't have anything to do with the mcu up to this point Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. dot 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 yes
1: uh, so for this first one, I agree. I will agree with you and say the jabroni as well. I think the trailer does a, a, a nice job of kind of establishing the interplay between them all. And, and clearly they kind of know who they are. Um, so I, I do not believe uh, this to be the case. So I will agree with
0: you. All righty.
1: Next one. The Eternals did not intervene in any of the MCU action up to this point because they have been stripped of their powers. Hmm. What no, I'm going you, with the sir?
0: jabroni on this one.
1: Oh, jeez, boy,
0: there's no drama in you with you at all. Well, the, the thing is, if anything, I would say that there's a better chance that they might have given up their powers or have relinquished their powers or hidden their powers mm-hmm. rather than have been stripped of their powers. Okay, so so you're
1: you're hinging everything on the word strip because it indicates someone took it from them.
0: Yes, because I, I think at least from the narrative that we hear in the in the trailer, it sounds like it was an it was a choice for them not to interfere.
1: Correct, I, and and I would agree with you. I will go the jabroni as well. All righty, all right. Next one, same beginning to it. Eternals didn't intervene in any MCU action because one of their own betrayed them somehow incapacitating them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm tempted on this one. <laughs> I am tempted. However, I'm going to go the jabroni on this one as well. I don't know. Gosh. I know you don't, and that's why. I I'm feel good about some of these, one which of just own... means I'm going to crash and burn so brilliantly. It's going to be amazing to watch.
1: One of their own betrayed them.
0: I'm going to be sitting in the theater watching some this, time. cussing at the screen. Ah! <laughs>
1: I mean, isn't that not what we did during? Oh, actually, I'm sorry. This is the one, two. This is the fourth one we've done.
0: Because we didn't don't we have do any one for one division on first one? Huh? I think we did, but we... I don't think we had any stakes on it.
1: No, I think you're right. I think we just did a test run, if you will, with one division. And, and I Captain... think I still won
0: that one. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> I don't think you did. You've buried the results out in the backyard. I have. Fine. I have. whatever. Whatever All right. makes you feel better. I got the two <sighs> bottles so far. That's the important one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's what see. Say what say you? One of their were they betrayed, betrayed? and inca- incapacitating them? What do you say? I gotta say the
1: jabroni that like it just doesn't feel like anyone's betrayed anyone. They seem like they're a cohesive group.
0: You know, I'm gonna have you start going first if you're just gonna keep cont- keep copying me to keep no, this close. I'm not this is your strategy. You. You're you're just copying me to keep this close. I'm reasoning
1: this out. And you're
0: reasoning. <laughs> oh my god. You're reasonating. That's what you're doing. Oh
1: uh, I'm I'm a reasonating
0: and I'm contemplating. I'm doing and then the I'm answering <laughs>
1: and then I'm computating. And then I'm commiserating and then I'm computating. And then All I'm right. being
0: annoying. Oh good Lord.
1: All right, next one. Same base, the Eternals did not intervene because the movie takes place somewhere else in the multiverse other than Earth 616. What's
0: Earth 616 for those of you who don't know is is basically the main Earth in the MCU. So it would have been everything that's ha- everything that's happened has happened Earth 616. Um this one is actually it's somewhat tempting at first until I have realized that it's just getting a little too cute. It's one of those theories that you're like, oh, that'd be awesome, mm-hmm. but it ain't going to happen because it's we've we've talked about this before. Marvel does not go for a lot of these fancy little things that fans are like, oh, this would be so awesome if they just did this. They don't do that. Why? Because at the end of the day, it amuses a couple of fanboys and fangirls, but it's not the real thing thing that most people want to see so yeah i'm going with jabroni on this one even though as much as i would like to say oh this would be totally cool right. if it was a dip and this is kind of another way that the, the multiverse is seeping in i don't think that's the case no
1: yeah i i believe they uh marvel is very anti-shenanigan so uh yeah I, I don't E-o see this
0: shenanigans that's right that is one of my favorite things ever is just that moment in super troopers super troopers i'm gonna pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans <laughs> Hey, Farba. <laughs> <laughs> you just know where it's going. Oh, oh I've yeah. got to rewatch oh, that yeah. movie. I miss that so much. Oh,
1: that is funny. That is funny. Next. All right, next one. Eternals didn't intervene in any of the MCU action up to this point because Kang prevented them from tampering with the sacred timeline. Well, that's got to be Kang. Thank you, JR.
0: That was Vince, remember? Oh, that was it back was... when Vince was still on. Uh, oh, on, I thought that on was commentary. Jr. Oh, no, okay. no, I think I think it was Vince and Jr. at the time. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because that was before that. we got you... Mister McMahon. Very nice,
1: you you remembered.
0: Or as Remember. Gerald Briscoe would say, Mister McMahon, the WWE's Forrest Gump. <laughs> that would. That would have actually. Now that I think about it, that would have been great if if they just had one time where you know Gerald Briscoe, everywhere I went, I was running. That would have been just. <laughs> And then Pat next to him. Hey, why don't you go and run off there? You go banana. Um, anyway. <laughs> I I think part of the show will be Uncle
1: Todd doing his
0: impersonations of side characters from WWE. Dusty Roads. Yeah, baby. You could go. You run all over the place. That'll be your gimmick. that be <laughs> you'll be known as the king of the running in arenas. It'll be the great cause the Dusty Rhodes, the American dream tell you, is gonna be terrific. If you will. Yes. Uh, and then I slip right into the ladies, man, because it's it's a short trip from Dusty Rhodes to, to Leon Phelps. It, it really, really is. is. <laughs> uh, right. Actually, you know, nah, never mind. There's so many ways to go with that <laughs> and all of them inappropriate and foolish and nobody cares. Kang um, prevented them from tampering with the sacred timeline. This is another one that feels too cute. It's one of those ones that appeals to me because there is a healthy portion of me that is a, a fanboy and that would love to see some sort of coolish kind of shenanigans here, but no, they're not mm. gonna they're not gonna bring Kang in that directly here. All right. So no, I don't think so.
1: So the first five so far, just for the record, ladies and gentlemen, we are exactly the same. Yep. And honestly, you know, if you're playing the averages here, most of these, you know, it. I, I think the last two we've done, I don't think it's been a high percentage that have been true. So. Mm -hmm. It is a percentages game that we are playing. All right. So we got five knocked out. Yes. Twenty three to go. All right. Eternals did not intervene because who knows? But it'll have something to do with
0: mutants. See, here's the one that is very tempting because Mm -hmm. something to do with mutants. And I'm using my air quotes right now for those of you scoring at home. Mm -hmm. That's a very wide definition. That could, that could, I mean, you could really interpret that in so many ways so that basically you could almost say any any mutants that have anything to do with relative to the Eternals, it yeah, this could be the real. Um, well, and it also plays into, like, we don't
1: have full context of what the emergence, which they talk about, true, is going yes. to be. And if you're going to find an inflection point or define an inflection point for establishing mutants in the mcu it could True. take a galactic event like that which it seems
0: to be uh to yeah, cause that and then that would be you know when it inflectates. Oh, i saw what you did there yeah i know you did uh <laughs> you know what i'm gonna go with the real on this one oh
1: ladies and gentlemen we have our first the real
0: this this feels like a very this is sort of like a one of those football bets where it's like Oh, this team is gonna is gonna win by three touchdowns, and you're like, no, they're not. Even if they do, it'll probably be by you know eighteen or something. It just seems like a very safe sort of like a lot of safety margin on this one. Mm -hmm. Oh, Uh, and you're gonna actually disagree. So I'm actually reading in the Google Docs. I I don't mean to tip this (laughs) off, but (laughs) (laughs) you spoiled
1: my pick, man.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Who's the guy for the for ESPN who used to do that when they would feed the picks into his ears and then he would start talking about that to look smarter during the NFL draft? Was that it? Wasn't Kuiper? Was it?
1: Uh, It might have been. I I don't remember.
0: Complete d bag way to go. I mean, Mm -hmm. so so cheesy. Yes. But anyways, so what? So you're going with Jabroni now. What what's your reasoning here?
1: Because I don't know that. I, I'm not convinced this is like after even though I said what I said I am not convinced this is going to lead to a mutant sort of thing fair enough I think the mutants will most likely get established in the multiverse as we'll probably see a bunch of different things start to enter into the MCU because of mm-hmm. the multiverse but that's that's my reasoning so technically okay. I kind of talked you into it and uh, knowing that I was gonna say that you're wrong.
0: So is this sort of like when Arnold Schwarzenegger managed to like fool Stallone into taking taking the part and stop, or my mom will shoot? Kinda, yeah, okay, kind of fair enough. Just just, just let you know. All right, uh, I've always so- wanted to play the, the Stallone to your Schwarzenegger. That's that's always been a dream of mine. So if I can make this happen for you. So be it. It's not the tuma.
1: All right. Uh, the Eternals didn't get intervene. to the chopper. Get down! Get down!
0: Get down! The- I always, so I love this story. So we used to, we used to have this really dumb dog. We used to have this really dumb dog, purebred stupid hound. He was just not a bright dog. He was lovable as all get out. Loved him dearly, but my God, there was just nothing in this dog's head except how do I get food? But he also he just wouldn't listen my wife heard at some point, like, if you lower your voice, then a dog will listen to you. And of course, I would always give her a hard time. Like, you're like the dog whisperer. He listens to you so well. Cause she would be yelling at the dog and the dog would just be like, not even paying attention to her. Like she was not even in the room. He was thinking about other things. Right. And so she would yell, get down, but she'd be trying to lower her voice. And this vague Austrian accent, I swear to God, it started sounding like I was I was next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and she would she'd oh be like gosh. trying to lower it down, and I'd be <laughs> echoing her. I'd be like, "Get down, get down, Oscar, get down, get to the chopper," you know. And she's like, "Stop it! I'm trying to be serious." I'm like, "He's not listening to either one of us. Oh it's not really gosh. affecting the situation. He ain't getting off the bed. Just you know, live with it. This is where this is our lives now. You That's know, we're gonna we, are, we have a we have a queen size bed and an eighty pound hound that doesn't listen to either one of us sleeping in the middle of it." And he's gosh. farting up a storm. Oh, this, is <laughs> this is our life. This is our life. Anyways, welcome oh, back from that tangent. Good Lord. All right. Moving. <laughs> well, thank
1: you for sharing. That was funny, though.
0: Oh, uh, you would have thought I was the one having bourbon before this show. Anyways. Oh my gosh.
1: The Eternals didn't intervene because they have been interfering, albeit very subtly.
0: Be very, very quiet. I'm interfering in the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say jabroni on this one. Mm. It's tempting because it feels like another one of those, like, you could really interpret this in a lot of different ways. But from a dramatic standpoint, it doesn't feel like this movie would be that big of a deal if they have been interfering. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like much more of a bigger deal, a bigger build if they break that vow, if you will. Right. You know, in the movie.
1: This one is more tempting, though, for me to say the real two than the than the mutant one do it i'm 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 on the fence though because what's kind of do and, it. and what drives me nuts about these rumors like especially this one is that there's several in here that are like someone is the bad apple you know what i mean like there's someone who is going you know one of them has betrayed the group but they don't realize it until a certain point or something like mm-hmm. that and i'm just wondering if we end up finding out that one of them maybe the betrayer or betrayers if there's multiple had been interfering but doing it like you said in a very subtle way so as to not violate whatever the there there seems to be some sort of if I may use a fancy term covenant of sorts that Mm. they they will not violate because of whatever the tall, towering robot looking thing is supposed to be <laughs> in the trailer that they yeah, show no. when they say, well, we promised. And who'd you promise to? And it's just like this gargantuan thing that's just kind of like staring down at you and you're like, oh please don't hurt me.
0: Well, I mean, when you when you covenate not to uh not oh, to sh- now who's abusing
1: the gimmick now.
0: Jeez, I'm just I'm not abusing. I'm just making fun of you. There's totally oh. two different things. Oh, come on. <sighs> Do it. Gosh, I'm gonna
1: go the jabroni.
0: Roll it again. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> oh. I'm just hoping to get a guest spot on. Are you on sure on you're scruffy not, looking podcast. You're, you're not trying to keep up with me on the uncle nearest here. Come on now. No, I've I've got seltzer right here. Maybe it's I've got a different brand of seltzer tonight. Maybe is there anything in this? No, it's just what do you triple got, polar. Oh, it's a it's Poland Spring with a oh. twist of of triple berry. How you do a twist? Of three berries, I got no freaking clue. <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get some tweezers. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh my gosh! All right, do it. No, I, I am going the jabroni. I am agreeing with you. <sighs> So. You are. You're gonna. You're gonna agree with me on all of them. And that one. That one. You're putting it all on that one question. It's gonna hinge <laughs> the entire thing. Totally new strategy. No, no, for here, you. here. Here's what it is. The last two times I get
1: tempted like this and I go the real and it burns me. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to. I'm gonna. I'm basically gonna George Costanza this thing and do the opposite of what I want Oh, I see. Do.
0: I see. All right. <laughs> so you're gonna oppositate.
1: That's right. I'm gonna oppositeate. So,
0: uh, <laughs> all right. Next actually, one. That sounds. That sounds like a new. Uh, that sounds like a new Nolan movie. Oppositate. <laughs> Isn't it Oppenheimer? He changed it.
1: Yes. Yes. Now he, he added A T E, and it changed everything.
0: <laughs> it's actually an Abraham Lincoln biopic in in disguise. Oh my gosh! Never yeah. saw it coming. <laughs> but it all go. It all. It was all shot backwards. All right. The Eternals
1: did not interfere because. Who knows? But it has something to do with Captain
0: America. Now, this was an interesting one because mm-hmm. apparently the idea being that the Eternals somewhere along the line taught the Wakandans how to forge and work with Vibranium. Okay. So, therefore, you could draw a line from the Eternals to Captain America's shield.
1: Oh,
0: I in fact think that there is probably I think there is something to that that you could that the eternals might be given credit for teaching the Wakandans
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: because when you think about it, it is a little bit weird yeah that you're you're talking about thousands of years ago and and this you know this group of people anywhere on the planet would not have had the technology or the know-how to work with a metal that essentially absorbs anything that you do to it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It would make sense that someone, or some ones who have much more, you know, a, a more galactic perspective, uh-huh. and and a, higher, and a higher degree of technology and knowledge of what this is, than people who are just discovering it, who are there to help humanity, would help the Wakandans learn this skill. Mm. I don't know, that just, it kind of makes a little bit of sense to me. However, I don't think that, they're all like, well, no, we're not gonna do it because hey, there's they've got Captain America, so they don't need us. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's mm-hmm. it. So I'm gonna go the jabroni on this one.
1: A question for you. Let's yes. say they did teach the Wakandans how to process vibranium and uh-huh. you know, which
0: led to the, the shield being created.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you consider that interference?
0: Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's depend on what kind of interference you're talking about. Because just by virtue of them being on the planet and taking out these, uh, what the heck are the things, like the creepy thing that came out of the ocean? That the Duke deviants? Blasted, the deviants. Just by virtue of them being there, they're interfering. So it's it's really interfering in human affairs. So to me, it sounds like mm-hmm. it isn't so much that they aren't allowed to help humans. They're just not allowed to interfere in a human-to-human conflict. Okay. It seems like they are allowed to to help humans, but they're not allowed to interfere in those conflicts and to, to pick sides. All right. Where, uh, you know, where this seems to be, it might be kind of a benevolent sort of thing. I think it's kind of thin anyways, that that'll be Mm -hmm. part of it. I could see it happening, but it also has a whiff of that. Oh, this would be a really cool thing to tie in that. I'm like, nah, I don't know if they'd actually do it. All right. What do you think, sir?
1: I'm actually going to go the jabroni on this because I, I kind of feel like in phase four that whatever we learn about them, I mean, maybe there's some tie to the original Avengers, but I it would just feel like a bit much for it to be that. I, I think probably what's kind of mucking with, with one's head with all this is that Feige comment about how it's going to redefine the MCU. And it's like, what in mm. what form does that take? You know what I mean? And yeah. this is one of those forms because you could find out that, okay, because of them there was this whole domino effect that then, you know, allowed Captain America to have the shield. Now the shield is one part of Captain America. The other part is the serum, you know, that made Mm -hmm. him who he was. Well, I I mean, gave him the physical abilities. Of course, you know, the the person he was, was always within, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to go jabroni on this, but then I'm probably going to go the real on one of these next ones that is going to, you know, maybe point kind of in a contradictory direction, but we'll, we will see
0: that this is why we are adjudicating. Well, I and and just to break in here for a second, I think the the redef, the redefinition or the redefinitionating, as you would put it, is Thank more you. by setting the context in a much bigger time frame. Mm. I think that's one of the things that will that's that's the primary redefinition because right now we have a very narrow sort of definition of this. Like everything that we that we know about the MCU really kind of goes back to what nineteen. 40 something Mm -hmm. right 1939 1940 yeah actually no it would have to be 41 42 because america's in the war so you're talking like world war ii forward and really it was just a brief stop in in 19 in world war ii because then we very quickly at the end of that movie boom hey skip over all that stuff in the middle and now we're here and then the only time you really kind of go back is captain marvel so you step back to the '90s, and then we're back to 21st century.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And so I, I I really feel like it's that time frame that is going to redefine everything because now it gives them a much wider swath of time to look at and to really go back and well, I, okay, so actually I take that back. So then Shang Chi, you go back further. Sorry, I forgot I forgot about that.
1: So you oh, have, a, right, you have a, right,
0: you have that reach there. But again, sort of like Captain America, it's a very thin slice. Like it's, it's really, it's backstory and then you are brought to, to now. So you've gotten these quick glimpses back there now, really, I mean, it, if you're going to tell the story of the Eternals, you're going to, you're going to see a lot of glimpses. It's going to start filling in some blanks. And if nothing else, it just kind of it like widens your gaze quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at the redefinition in case anybody was wondering.
1: Do you think it may also play out in, in a similar way to kind of like BSG where, well, I, I guess it wouldn't be similar to BSG in really anyway, but like I always, you know, when we've talked about BSG. Are you trying well, to say
0: the Cylons in the MCU?
1: No, no, no. But but the whole idea that the story that you were watching, you know, was really a predating of the Earth that we knew, you know, or, or that we live mm. in. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. that whole idea that. And, and it's really saying, maybe in a different way, what you just said. It's It's widening the lens because you end up. Maybe the thing Feige's, you know, really referring to is there are some things that were kind of done long before the events that we saw in Phase One, Two, and Three that mm. basically set the stage for those things, but did not necessarily, you know, they they weren't directly interfering. You know what I mean? Like like there there's mm-hmm. just some subtleties that kind of teed up what we ended up, you know, seeing play out from the 1940s forward, and mm. they're going to kind of fill in the blank, so to speak. So it's kind of like the anti-BSG. It's like we, we we see the end, but now we're going to kind of get a view into the beginning that kind of led into it, if that makes sense.
0: True. No, I, I would agree.
1: All right. Let's see. The Eternals did not interfere because the Celestials are actually the villains and the Eternals have
0: been their pawns. What say see, you, sir? This is the one that is is very tempting for me. However, the way that I'm reading this, and I might have to go back to the tape on this when we, when we do adjudicate our, our findings afterwards, mm-hmm. but this, so the way I read this is that the Celestials are actually the villains, meaning it's not that they become the villains or that the Eternals realize like, oh, even though their, their goals were benevolent, they are really doing a harm, so therefore mm-hmm. they're kind of the villain by default, this to me means that they—they they are actually—they were—they were villains beforehand. They always have been villains, and that their plans have been nefarious from the very beginning. That's how I'm reading it.
1: Okay, all right.
0: So I am—I'm tempted to say that. Look at you trying to lead the—the the witness here. I see Go ahead. You typing it in. Good. Was I wrong? No, I'm going with Jabroni. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it I is. I—I I think it is. Yeah. I'm going with the real, my friend. Oh, look at you stepping out on your own. And and here is the reasoning so why. So proud of you.
1: Here is the reasoning why. So m- much, I agree with, with what you just said, but I, I think the mm-hmm. key here is the manipulation. That mm. th- this was kind of a similar question that was raised in the show Lost. There was a character in Lost who it seemed like supernatural things were happening to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like like there would just be uh, things that he would just know or, or he would come upon. And it just seemed like there was some like hand of God sort of thing going on with the character. Mm -hmm. And then you come to find out that the entire group, and I'm sorry, this show has been done for more, more than a decade. So sorry, I'm (laughs) spoiling it, but go, you know, here we go. Um, pound
0: sand. Exactly. So
1: basically you end up finding out that all of those things played out the way they did because the group at some point in the later seasons, time travels and they end up setting some, some things up or some things happen that kind of led to characters doing the things that they did around this one character. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like raising the question when you talk about faith, or when you talk about things happening through some sort of providential whatever, is it happening because that's really what's going on or is it a manipulation that's going on? You know? And and so what I kind of honed in here on this one is I could very much buy into the idea that the Celestials who see, who may or may not be the ones setting the boundaries around the Eternals are doing so to manipulate them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the rules mm-hmm. are not really the rules. They're there because the Eternals have some sort of respect or some sort of Well, I mean, respect's the only word that's coming to mind, you know, for, for, for the boundaries that are being set around them. So they follow them, but Mm -hmm. those rules really don't matter at the end of the day. You know I mean? It's just, it's a group just saying, don't do this with there really not being a consequence that follows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, that's why I'm saying the real that I could, I could definitely see that like, they seem like they're a cohesive group and I could see some other group manipulating them or, or, or doing something to them where they believe reality is one thing when it's really not.
0: So what you're saying is they are more guidelines than rules. Indeed. are. All right. Fair enough. All right. Next one. They
1: did not interfere because actually it's exactly what the trailer told us. And they live by a
0: code of non-interference. I'm going with a real on this one. I don't think that is the big twist. I think that they might, I think they're just telling you that right out front. I will agree with you as well. Of course you will.
1: Of course I will. And finally, the last one uh, that is... So we've had 11 of these that are all about why they didn't interfere.
0: Uh, Eh, they just didn't feel like it. I really feel this one needs to be read as like, you know, Tommy Chong. This didn't feel like it, man. (laughs) They
1: didn't feel like it, man. (laughs)
0: Dave's not here, man. Yeah, jabroni. I mean, I... It's not that they didn't feel like it. I think that you kind of get the vibe from them that they kind of actually wouldn't have minded interfering.
1: Well, there, there's one character, I, I don't know his name yet, having not seen the movie. Um, he, he's the one where he, at the end he makes the funny comment about how his table was, you know, fall catalog, Ikea, that character. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a scene further back when they talk about, when Kit Harrington's character is talking about, you know, why did you guys not interfere with Thanos? And they said they've had to, you know, step back from world events and that sort of thing. And they show like the atomic bomb going off and then they have this cut to that character kind of, you know, burying his head in one of the other Eternals, you know, shoulders kind of crying, like almost like they have to step back and not stop certain events, but they're losing people that they come to know. You know what I mean? Through it. And so Mm -hmm. they are having to pay a price by their non-interference. So that's why I feel like this this one just doesn't fly, because it seems like there's going to be they are going to carry a heavy burden around with them that they are unable to do those things. And they've lost greatly along the way, you know, Mm. in in moments where maybe they allowed themselves to be vulnerable and and, you know, either fall in love or, or develop. You know, some sort of relationship with with the humans um, that they
0: interact with. It is that it is that trope of that is extends whenever you have one long living or or eternal or uh, immortal character and mm-hmm. dealing with those who are not. Yes, how yes. attachments work and how all of that does not work. So yeah, yeah. of course it's going to play in here. I mean, it has to. I mean, otherwise these are just automaton, feelingless beings, which mm-hmm. doesn't appear to be the case. All righty, uh, where were we?
1: Uh, We're on number 12. Hit me with it. All right. We have broken free, if you will, of the uh, why did they not interfere trope. And now we're moving on to some more uh, independent and individualized real and jabroni rumors. Yes. Uh, This next one here, the Eternals. Uh, We kind of talked about this already, but the Eternals Mm -hmm. taught Wakanda how to mine and process vibranium.
0: The real or the jabroni? I'm going to take a chance on this one and say the real. I think it's it's bordering on being that too cute fanboy. Oh, wouldn't it be awesome if but I think it's also it is kind of a nice way to tie up something that is a bit of a loose end. and I don't think it would take much heavy lifting. I don't think it would actually I don't actually think as as far as a focal point, it wouldn't change much if that was just woven into the lore. Mm. Um, so I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an inflectation inflectate point <laughs> as you might say but i think it would be it might be interesting filler background information i see
1: and yourself i am also going to go the real on this one the, the question of Wakanda and why it's kind of separate and how it's able to kind of do what it can do has never really been explained. And I think mm-hmm. this this is something I could see as part of that, you know, kind of filling in the gaps of what kind of came before would make a lot of sense. And so, yeah, so I, I am going to go uh, the real on this one. I, I think it would be uh, within the realm, uh, in my mind at least, of the Eternals not interfering, but certainly helping a society to, you know, kind of learn how to process something to better themselves and others. So
0: Very good. And uh, that one was via comicbook.com for those of mm-hmm. you keeping score at home. All right. uh, and a little bit of background, uh, housekeeping. The next few will all be uh, from Screen Rant, but it is a collection of Redditor theories. Oh, I so. have to read some of these names. Oh, these are <laughs> glorious, really. Oh, they
1: are. They are. All right, this next one comes by way of Redditor Corvus
0: Guevara. Sounds like a wrestler name. That actually should be. If it isn't, <laughs> it should be. Corvus can't Guevara. Can you just hear Howard Finkel announcing Corvus Guevara? Corvus I mean, would that be Guevara? There you go. Actually, no, he would need his own personal ring announcer. Like who is it? who's the dude that uh Oh, Alberto had his own... Del Rio. Yes. Yes. What a great gimmick to have your own personal ring announcer. Well, I mean, that's and so then, awesome.
1: And then when he faces CM Punk, CM Punk comes out with uh, Howard Finkel. <laughs>
0: yeah. And unfortunately, Howard had been <laughs> not doing a whole lot except eating uh, since the yeah. time he hadn't been working <laughs> regularly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. it, was, it was tough finding a tux that fit that fit the fink at that point yeah poor but guy. he was st- still sounded so great oh, oh he, he was did. great well you could tell he was loving that moment too i'll i'll link to the i'll link the video because it is heartwarming like if you grew up in the in the 80s into the 90s and you watch wwf wwe oh, yeah. yeah howard finkel was the ring announcer and he had a very distinct tone and and just kind of cadence and all of that and as soon as he As he opened his mouth in that video, it just like it was weird. Like I got I got all the feels. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, I didn't realize it. But you it it was just it was nice. It was just it was wholesome and it was nice and it was fun. And he was the one who really he kind of had that, you know, now whenever a a new champion is crowned, there's hashtag and new Mm -hmm. because he he had that special call you know, and new, just to make it and, and and to make it extra special and kind of add that emphasis on it and sort of like how they talk about, uh, on the stone cold sessions, like Earl Hebner had that, had like that big swinging three count for like a big, the championship
1: count as Austin would call
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is it's great like those little things and i you know yep. i know that we have not been talking wrestling a whole lot you know for for those of you who are tuning in and probably just like oh my gosh are we going to talk about movies yes we're getting there all right but no those that, that was just great it was it was a great little moment so anyways
1: yeah, was- where were we what what the hell were we talking about <laughs> I, oh, I All I said was Corvus, Corvus Guevara and it would be a Corvus. wrestling name and that just caused five to seven minutes of just total tangent. So
0: uh,
1: this Perfect. one is the movie will show how Nowhere's Celestial
0: lost its head the real and mostly that's a that's a hope because i've as like a fervent prayer i just i would love to for that revealed i think that'd be awesome
1: uh i think i'm gonna
0: that actually it softened up all my logic and now i'm just like oh i want this to happen i'm all happy now that we talked about howard finkel like what what's going on what is in this what is in this seltzer good lord i don't is this like cbd or something do i got like weed seltzer maybe could be. I don't know. Whatever. It's legal here, but uh, no, still. I'm going to go the real as well. I, I think. I was wondering why this costs like $15 a bottle. <laughs> that it makes
1: sense. It's the good stuff. No, I, I, too. I think it'd be kind of neat to see that. I think it would be um, interesting to kind of backfill that. You know, I think a lot of these are, you know, we're kind of predicating on the idea that there's going to be a lot of kind of fill in of things that have happened before, and we can kind of see, oh, this is how this happened. So I, I'm going to go the real as well. I, I think that'd be kind of a interesting tangential sort of reference to kind of again fill in a gap that that exists within the overall lore of uh, the MCU up to this point. Alright. Next one, coming courtesy of Redditor Realistic Analyst26. Cersei and Dane's child will be the MCU's first mutant. The real or the jabroni? What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go the jabroni. I, I just don't think the mutant thing is really what this movie's about.
0: Do you know who Cersei and Dane are? I have no idea who they are. Me honestly. neither. <laughs> I just, I was I was curious if you knew. I'm uh... <sighs> See the thing, I really, I really do. I think, I think mutants are going to come in here somewhere, but I don't. I know this. I I think Cersei is one of the Eternals, and then I think. Do it. I'm going to go the real.
1: All right, there we go. That's what I want to
0: hear. You know what? It's it's this weed seltzer that's talking now. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I can't be held responsible for my picks. You see,
1: ladies and gentlemen, I have to take advantage of the Howard Finkel moment because it has given him a. Uh, right now, Uncle Todd is in a state of, of elation. He, he is elating. And so oh, we, we now need to take gosh. advantage of this. And
0: <laughs> You know what? You're infuriating.
1: How about that? <laughs>
0: well played, sir. Well played.
1: You know these always come down to certain issues that you and I fall on either side of, and and the mutant seems to the the, the mutant issue seems to be the thing that that is that is causing the divide here. So uh, mm, very interesting. true. All right, this next one, uh, courtesy of Redditor nighthunter Nine Oh Nine,
0: quite possibly a wrestler name as well. We'll see. I really, I, of course, that one's like early '90s, like late '80s. That's a total Vince creation, the Nighthunter. It'll be some dude and like just paint a, your face in camouflage. It actually, it would be because wasn't, didn't they have like a stalker character? Oh, yeah. wasn't.
1: Yeah. But that, that was one incarnation, believe it or not, of Barry Wyndham.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so totally Knight Hunter, and it would have, it still would have included the 909. It, like, he oh, would have yeah. found a way to oh, make yeah. that work because it sounds cool. Pal. You
1: probably have a move like uh, Rey Mysterio. He's got the 619. This would be the 909.
0: Anyways, my gosh, we're going way deep into wrestling for this show. I'm, I'm show not trying Infernal. to.
1: I just make the comment and you just go off, my friend. You're you're in a Howard Finkel state
0: of mind. I See, the thing is here. we've. I don't think I read it yet. We've got the next three. They're all about who the villain is. I got no idea who any of these people are. So,
1: so he, here's the rumor. Gilgamesh is the antagonist of the movie. I have no idea who Gilgamesh is.
0: Me neither. Uh, I'm going to go Jabroni. As you can tell, we are so well prepared for this. We really are. But, you know, hey, we've, we've both got jobs. But that's okay. You know, I mean. Y- y- jobs that don't involve this, which is actually terrifying, I think, for most of our <laughs> listeners. They're like, oh, my gosh. I hope it's not operating heavy machinery. <laughs> no, actually, we're both doctors. Oh, dear God. Oh,
1: goodness. Yeah, that, that, that would really put him over the edge. Oh, my goodness. All right. We got to wrap uh, this
0: up. I got surgery in an hour.
1: Yes, I yeah I have no idea who Gilgamesh is, and because of that, I have no idea if he would make a antagoni- a good antagonist or not. So I'm just
0: going to. You do know what would be up. great is if Gilgamesh was played by Robert, uh, not Robert, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Oh jeez. Oh. I'm Gilgamesh. I don't know why, but that just for some reason like that just sounds awesome to me. Oh boy. Where is Gilbert Godfrey? Are we I need more Gilbert Godfrey in my life. I, I don't miss know. that dude.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm <sighs> I'm good. I'm doing good. Actually, is he still alive? Ah, uh, he,
0: he is. He is. He okay. is. How do you how do you know? Is there like a is a Gilbert No, I know. Everybody? I
1: just uh I don't recall ever getting a news article that said he
0: wasn't. And you are correct. Gilbert Godfrey is still with us, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Man. And you know what? The world is much better for it. Gilbert Godfrey, 66 years old. Oh, really? I actually would have guessed a little bit older, but Mm. that just means hopefully we have more Gilbert ahead of us than behind us. Indeed.
1: All right. This next rumor is from Redditor, Mild Optimism. I don't like that name. Icarus is the antagonist of the movie. Now, is Icarus... Is that Angelina Jolie, or is that someone else?
0: No, I believe Icarus is, is, is one of the Eternals. I think it's actually the dude who shoots the, the stuff out of his eyes.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. And
0: did you say which Redditor this was from?
1: Uh, yes, Mild Optimism. Okay, yes. Which I did which, not like the name because it's uh, not a wrestling name.
0: <laughs> the Mild Optimist. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a Transformer name. Actually, it sounds like most of our fans, they're just mildly optimistic that this show might improve to listenable. That's, <laughs> are you optimistic? Mildly. I mean, I'll go uh... first. Uh, you know what? I'll go first on this one. I'm going to go. Okay. Jabroni. Go right ahead. I'm
1: going to go jabroni.
0: Hmm. See now I'm tempted because it, it would make, it would kind of make sense that you get the one of them betraying the others. Why does someone have to betray the group? I, because it's just kind of the, it's one of those things that happens. You got you know, the big it, towering robot thing that scares them all. I know, but it's it's one of those things that happens. It's why you have Dolph Lundgren betraying everyone else in The Expendables. And they all welcome him back like he just wasn't shooting at them for the past hour. You know, I mean, because uh, <laughs> why not? You I know? must break you. <sighs> Anyways, I'm going to go the real.
1: All right.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. There's mm, Something there. Something there.
1: Something there, huh? Now this one's kind of random, and maybe you can give me some context for this from Redditor Comics Empire. Um, Bye. This one is Black Knight is the villain. Who is Black Knight?
0: <laughs> well, that was the guy from uh, wasn't that the guy from uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail? Wasn't that the dude who got slight? He got yeah, I thought so. Arms? Merely a flesh wound. Merely a flesh wound. Uh, see, again, I'm just showing how much knowledge I have of the Eternals here. I got no idea, and that's why I'm going to go with the Jabroni. I think I will concur.
1: Uh, oh, Ava.
0: Let me, uh... You didn't take typing in high school now, did you? I did, actually. You? T- oh, my gosh. Were you like
1: the Literate before from that? Every now and
0: then. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'm going to go jabroni as well. I don't know who this character is, and I don't know if they're the villain or not, so I'm just going to say nah. I mean, oh. this is where you play the percentages, folks. A lot of these are false. Of course, yeah. I'll be sitting in the movie theater, and every so often, someone will hear me go, dah because I, I know I will have uh, lost a point at Real and Jabroni. All right. Oh, this is an interesting name. This is from Redditor Thanos'
0: father. Well, no, you it's, go. it's Thanos' is father. Oh. Th- oh. <laughs> Which means it's very apropos for this one. But hey, don't don't worry. I'll uh, translate for you again. Like, oh, my gosh. Moses. I didn't realize that the person I was doing this show with. Because, <laughs> you know what? It makes perfect sense now how this gets goofed up every week. Apparently, the person I work with can't read or write. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanosis. We're going to get the miracle worker over there. She, she's going to teach you how to how to sign, you know, like water or something. I don't. Uh, going to put a cheeseburger in your hand. Fa and no. Thanos. <laughs> is Thanos father. Father.
1: There we go. Thanos,
0: Thanos oh, father. Oh, it sounds like a Sounds like a college in the Midwest.
1: All right. So the the rumor is the Eternals already fought and lost against Thanos. Interesting.
0: Uh, I'm going to Well, I mean, this would fit in if we, if we went back to one of the first ones. The reason why they didn't interfere was that they were from a different part of the multiverse. However, it wouldn't make much sense for the movie to proceed if they already lost in their multiverse. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it would kind of. I don't know. It takes a little edge, a little shine off of the Eternals coming here. Like, oh, you say this? You already got your butt kicked by Thanos. Great. I'm going to go Jabroni.
1: Okay. Now, I'm going to go Jabroni, but here, here's my reasoning. Here's what's kind of interesting about this whole idea with, with why didn't you help with Thanos. When you really think about the impact that Thanos had on Earth across Infinity War and Endgame, you're talking about a very, very, very limited amount of time. Infinity mm-hmm. War, Thanos literally walks into Wakanda, and he's probably there for 10 minutes, snaps his fingers and leaves. Mm -hmm. So for folks to expect the Eternals to do anything about that seems a bit far-fetched in my mind, especially if they're in some sort of state where their powers are not active. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I kind of get the sense is the case because there's that one scene with, I think, Salma Hayek's character where you see this, like, pearl kind of go into her and then she kind of lights up. So, like, I'm wondering if they're in kind of a deactive state anyways to begin with, mm. where they don't have their powers. They're they're kind of reduced into kind of this, this inert form. And then when you talk about Endgame, I mean, yes, Endgame was a massive battle, but it wasn't their place to interfere in that in the same way that it wasn't their place to interfere in the A-bomb going off or anything else. You know what I mean? So... I just don't see a, a... No, maybe there was some other battle off-world, some other galaxy or something like that. They end up, uh, you know, encountering him. But it feels like a lot of this is focused on Earth and what they're doing there. And so I, that's that's my long-winded explanation for saying no to Thanos.
0: Right on. All
1: right. Now that we've adjudicated that point. Jeez. Oh, from Redditor, swallow your mind. Oh, dear God.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, it sounds like a, it sounds like the new album by Tool. Yeah, basically. Actually, no. That's that that's more that's actually more of a Limp Bizkit album. I don't want to I don't want to sully the name of Tool with something like that. That actually that would be a perfect Limp Bizkit album. Uh, I
1: yes, I would
0: agree with that. This one is the Eternals look up to the Avengers. Now, that's see, real. here's the problem that I have because so tallest Avenger is Thor. I mm-hmm. looked it up hemsworth is around six three now you could make the argument the hulk seven eight when it's the hulk but as a normal dude mark Ruffalo five nine robert downey <laughs> jr same five nine um uh, are you going I mean, for
1: a literal looking up at
0: them well i mean oh i see what you mean gotcha <laughs> gotcha gotcha well that's equally ridiculous because i mean you know, oh yes, we look up to you so much. I mean, we've only lived for thousands of years and have powers and can fly without the assistance of a hammer or a suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're definitely looking up to the mortal and well, I mean, and a demigod. Fine, okay, one, but a bunch of mere mortals and a dude with a bow and arrow. Uh, no, false. We're going with Zigebroni on that one. So, question? Sure what do we the mean by
1: five. What, what do we
0: mean by look up to the Avengers like do they have a respect for the Avengers because of what they did or is it well I think if if it's respect I mean you can have respect and not look up to somebody I think respect. when you're looking up to them it's like you're idolizing them you're putting them up on a pedestal if you right. you're you're pedestalating them actually that sounds horrible let's just forget that I ever said that ah uh, backfired on you mister you're <laughs> idolating that's not much better actually never mind they're <laughs> But you're looking up to them. You're putting them up above yourself. I hear you. I hear you. So that's why I think it's jabroni. All right. Either that or the, the Eternals have, have some serious, serious like self-loathing issues that they should really go talk to someone about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where you're going to get that many couches in one spot. I see. Especially considering how they treated the Ikea table. I yeah. Don't, I don't know if anyone's yeah. going to let them around furniture, honestly. That's fair. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, we're now circling on to number 20. We have eight more to go. From mm-hmm. Redditor a little Mon. Thanos
0: dusted the Eternals, the real of the Geroni. This is an interesting one because it took out superheroes, so it's con- uh, you know, that whole dusting thing could take out anybody. Mm-hmm. So this is a legit possibility. However, what are the odds that it would be all of the Eternals? Mm. You know what I mean? And if it was only half of them, or even if there's one or two Eternals left, wouldn't that kind of like jolt them into action? Like, oh, wow, we got to interfere because now this involves us directly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go the jabroni on that one. I think the odds are too great that it would be all of them. And if it wasn't all of them, it makes even less sense that the others wouldn't intervene in some way.
1: And I would agree.
0: Well, I'm glad can't tell you how happy that makes me well i
1: figure as much uh the next one the eternals decided to not fight against thanos this is courtesy of redditor and i like this name professor beer Mm, beer all right i'll go first actually i'm
0: sorry that's because i know that's off the menu for you so that must be that's kind of a painful one
1: that's all right (laughs) I've had a couple uncle uh, nearest. I'm I'm
0: good to go. So is there any of that bottle left? Uh, you, have a, you have a straw in it at this point, don't you? Basically, basically. <laughs> uh, I, I'm
1: gonna It'd go. Be the awesome! Re- if
0: it was like a silly straw, or if it was like five <laughs> or six straws, all to, all like nested together, so you're not even. It's like just it's basically taped to your microphone stand. That'd be <laughs> awesome. It's it's a
1: swirly loop to loop kind <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> straw I'm gonna go the real on this one it seems you know given the reasoning from prior ones and and just you know from the trailer like there there was a decision made and uh, it was to not involve
0: so I'm thinking uh, yeah we'll go with the real on this one I will as well that that would imply if we we're if we we're saying no to all the rest then well they must have made this decision
1: that is right the friend of my enemy is my friend or something like that anyways um. <laughs>
0: You gotta stop intoxicating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. This one is from Redditor Dateman, uh, if I said that right or if I read that correctly. The Eternals
0: are phase four's antagonists. Interesting. That was a very Shatner esque reading of that one. Appreciate it. Did you put on did you put on your special toupee for that one?
1: I kind of did. I needed to brush it out.
0: Yeah, you, know, you need to you need to get it repermed. Do you remember back in the night in like the eighties when you, when Shatner had the had the permed? Oh gosh, the permed uh, Toupee. It yes. was it was it was post TJ Hooker, right around Star Trek Four. <laughs> I think Star Trek Four was the was the peak uh, peak Toupee era for Shatner, in my opinion. I, I think that was that was peak Toupee. Bones, right
1: my there. Toupee is off kilter it might
0: as well have had a chin strap help me it was so obvious it was just like
1: i just remember the simpsons did a, a spoof on uh like it was a real quick like reference to star trek and it was like shatner oh it, it was like in the future and shatner was like this really old guy still doing the captain kirk shtick but his his everything you know all his other hair was gray and he still had the brown toupee on his yes
0: head. oh that yeah i think i remember that yep <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was fantastic. That was fantastic.
0: I'm going to go Jabroni on this because I, it. Does, I don't think there's a precedent for the Eternals necessarily being villains. I could be wrong, but then again, I didn't read this comic book growing up, so who knows? But I'm just going to say Jabroni. I, I don't. I don't see a, an immediate heel turn after the debut. All right. If you will, you got to work
1: up to the heel turn. You got to establish a goodwill, and then you got to, at some point, take your partner's head and just throw him through the barbershop window.
0: You know what I mean? Exactly. You just can't come right out and crack him over the head with a coconut. You know, that's you right. got to build, build that. That's going to tr- Draw the money. Got to super kick
1: him, and then throw him through mm. the barbershop window. Mm-hmm. All and right,
0: make sure, and, and then then grab and make sure you you rip the cru- the crucifix off. How many wrestling in? <laughs> ah references can we fit into here right
1: yeah i I see we've abandoned our uh policy on wrestling in the the show
0: oh well it it was nice while it lasted for a whole three episodes anyways
1: next next uh this is via fandom wire the eternals didn't interfere wait a minute this is another non-interference one why wasn't this grouped up with the others
0: Because it came from somewhere else. This one is via fandom. Oh,
1: okay. You're organizing them by source. I see. Uh, Okay, so the next three are going to be like this. The Eternals didn't interfere until now because there's a bigger threat coming.
0: Dot dot dot. Galactus. I'm going to go Jabroni. Really? Because I I think that. What are you doing? My gosh, that's my hard-earned work, that, you know, hard work that you're just deleting there without a, all willy-nilly, without a care in the world.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we had a highlighting error that wiped out the entire rumor, but uh, you're Undo. I unduated it, and uh, we're, we were back in business.
0: In Business-aiding. So, yeah, I think it's Jabroni. I just don't see that. I, I just don't see Galactus getting introduced here. I think I think the money is on Galactus maybe showing up later. I think that'll be more in the Fantastic Four realm, because if I'm remembering right, I think Galactus is a Fantastic Four villain, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to get that later on.
1: Alright. I'm actually going to go the real on this one. Uh- OK, I'm 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 just going to, you know, kind of throw it out there and, uh, and and just, you know, just put a I haven't taken a lot of risks so far. I've, I've been pretty, pretty much uh, jabronying the whole way here. So I'm, I'm going to go the real because I think that'd be kind of an interesting twist to have Galactus kind of be hinted at or, you know, that their concern is that the, this is something that could be. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go the real on this one. Fair enough. All right. Next one. The the Eternals didn't interfere until now because there's a bigger
0: threat coming dot dot dot. Annihilus. Not even sure who Annihilus is, although maybe it's a maybe it's a annihilus Morissette, set and we get you know jagged little multiverse. I don't know. Uh dun, dun, I'm dun, dun, dun. hey. I'll be here all week, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> and keep in mind, folks, the two o'clock show is completely different from the five o'clock show.
0: No better, but different. <laughs> <laughs> And what do you say, sir?
1: I am also going to say Jabroni. I have no idea who Annihilus is, and I think even if they brought him on screen, it would not really register with me. So I'm at least somewhat aware of Galactus. So I'm going to uh, say no to Annihilus. I can only back one bad guy uh, as the bigger threat, and that is Galactus. So no. Hmm. Finally, the last bigger threat that could be coming is the Celestials themselves.
0: Mm, see, this is a tempting one, because to me, this is just different enough from the previous celestial question that maybe the Eternals start understanding that the Celestials are a threat, that they they didn't know it always, or that they've become a threat. When mm-hmm. Their their actions are becoming threatening. I'm really tempted on this one. Well, it
1: would play into the idea that they're manipulating them,
0: right? Yeah. I'm going to go the real. Why not? Why not? Throw oh, caution to the wind. I, on the other hand, am being an out-and-out out drunk right now. He's he's had half a bottle of Uncle Nearest. I've got to figure that gives me an advantage.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the Jabroni. I, I've already. Uh, I'm, I'm in Galactus on this one, so I, I can't. Uh, I can't have two horses in the race. So, <laughs> <laughs> hello, I'm Mister Ed.
0: <laughs> hello, Wilbur. I'm Galactus.
1: <laughs> oh boy. By the All way, right. In case
0: in case we're I I don't even know why I looked this up, but hey, did you know Yakov Smirnov still with us? Is he really? I d I don't he? know why. I thought Gilbert Godfrey, and I'm like, I wonder if Yakov Smirnov is still alive. <laughs> and I did, and and he's he's doing quite well, I guess. So uh, so folks seventy years old this year. There, there
1: well well mazel tov. uh there's the youtube there's the youtube rabbit hole we tend to go down and then then uncle todd goes down the gee what celebrity isn't dead yet <laughs> rabbit hole
0: well i mean you've got to check on these things because the the other thing weird is al like, is weird al still with us ladies and gentlemen oh yeah weird al is still going weird al is going to outlive us all uh, weird <laughs> the only the only person that's, that's going to compete with weird al is vince's head in a jar that's the only person because was, quite honestly Weird Al is like all vegetarian, like healthy, never never drank, never smoked, never took any drugs. Like that dude is like in peak physical condition. Uh, and, funny. you know, it's the rest of us poor suckers who are eating cheeseburgers. We're going to die with like 15 pounds of, you know, undigested meat in our colon, which is going to be <laughs> a hoot. Um, Gosh, but damn, it terrible. tastes good. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But you have to check these things out. Cause the thing is like, cause there's so many of like, you know, people who I idolize or who I really enjoyed their, their work growing up and all that who have died in the last, you know, mm-hmm. five, six years. Every time I see that someone's trending on like Twitter or Instagram, I'm like, Oh no, what happened? I'm yeah. just like, Oh yeah. no, come on. Please just tell me they're getting sued or something. Like are they, did they kick off? Like what happened? Yeah. I mean, cause, Oh, well, I mean, case in point, Jerry Remy, Boston Red Sox, uh, announcer, former Red Sox player just passed away the other day. I and I knew he wasn't well, but he's kind of come back so many times that I saw I started seeing a bunch of pictures. I'm like, "Oh, man." And it's just that you don't even you don't even need the like the official report. You just see a bunch of people posting photos and you're like, "Oh, no." Yeah. Yeah. You know. So that's a world that we live in. So yeah, every so often I like to go around and check like, "Hey, is this person still alive? This person still alive?" Mm-hmm. Okay, if I see him on Twitter, I don't have to panic for a little bit interesting maybe it's just me i don't know i, I need better hobbies really that's what it's about A
1: peek into the mind of uncle todd
0: i'm sorry <laughs> no
1: reason to apologize i, th- I think no no
0: there's plenty of reasons to oh, apologize gosh. all right what do we got up next we're, all we're right we're nearing the end here we're this on this one stretch. is
1: uh via inverse kang variant rama tut will appear
0: this one's interesting uh, Another one that is is very interesting and I like it and I think it's I think it's a it's just a little too cute man it's just a little too cute I don't think we're going to see Kang in this I mean well actually if we were going to see anybody in like a brief cameo maybe mhm I just don't. I don't know if, how distracting that would be. You know what I mean? That's the thing I question. Like, you already have this many characters. You're already trying to set up this epic scope across all these years. Do you really want to drop Kang in there and pull people out of the story? Would it pull people out of the story? Could they do it subtly enough and and sensically enough that you wouldn't see? Oh, what's his name? I can't remember the actor's name.
1: Oh, uh, Jonathan. Um, oh, gosh, Jonathan. Yeah, or exactly. Other. I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, but but that you wouldn't see him and go, <gasps> and it just totally distracts from everything else. And then that's what people are talking about for like the next few days or whatever. That's the thing I question with this, and why some of these that are that are kind of the fanboy, fangirl, oh that would be awesome, sort of theories don't end up happening because it would distract from the overall story. And right. and I honestly feel like I would like it to be the real; it would be cool. But I think it's the jabroni because I think it would be too distracting. Yeah, I'm kind of torn. I don't think he's the kind of character that you can just drop in for a cameo in the middle of the flick. And not unless they did, like, if this was like an end scene, you know, like a like a mid-credit or post-credit scene, and it was mm-hmm. a flashback, mm-hmm. maybe then, maybe, because then it would be sort of the, the whole Thanos thing with the Avengers and really doesn't affect the overall story. I was thinking more during the movie, so I guess, but even then, I think you're still, it's it's thin, dude. It's it's for thin. Way for thin that that's a possibility. So I'm, I'm going to stick with the jabroni.
1: All right. I'm kind of going back and forth on this as well. Um, mm-hmm. because as cool as it would be to see Kang in this, like you said, like this is where I get into trouble. You know what I mean? And so I'm going to George Costanza, this thing, and I'm going to say the
0: jabroni. Isn't it Jonathan Swift? Uh, who plays Kang? Uh, Jonathan majors. Ah, there I don't know why I said Swift. That was kind of dumb. Jonathan majors. All right. All right. Next. N Saba
1: Nuir, a.k.a. the Mutant Apocalypse, another mutant reference, will make an appearance. This is via comicbook.com. I'm going to go the jabroni. I'm on an anti-mutant kick uh, during this episode, and so I'm going to hold true to every other judgment I have made, and I'm going to say the jabroni on this one.
0: See, this is the one I actually think could happen, because uh, Apocalypse is a if I'm remembering right, is a fairly long-lived mutant and has been around. So it would make sense, but it is, again, it's in that territory of, eh, it's a little too cute, it's a little too much because mm-hmm. you're, you'd are you already have some antagonists in here. Unless they introduce him as as the antagonist right from the get-go, I don't know how you're going to make this work. So I'm going to go with Jabroni as well.
1: All right. I concur. And then finally, uh, and, and actually, once we get through this one, I, I have one... Like like a like a the man they call Tim came up with this one. Oh, twenty uh, 29th
0: bonus. one to throw in there. But no, there won't be a Mephisto. Th-
1: All right, twenty nine and thirty. <laughs> All right, last one uh, that we have written down right now: Thana, Again, no idea. And Crow, no idea. Uh, Thana and Crow's children slash ch- or child slash children will be the first mutants in the MCU. So I'm on an anti mutant kick. I'm going to say the Jabroni.
0: I'll go real. Oh because I believe I believe Thena or Athena or whoever is uh Angelina Jolie's character. and I, th- I think I remember reading something about something that, yeah, this is a possibility. so what the hell? why not? All why right. not? All right.
1: So this is all going to hinge on whether this movie actually does anything with mutants or not. If they do something with mutants, this is probably going to swing Uncle Todd's way. If they do not, the man they call Tim could be staring down the barrel of a fine, fine bourbon of his choosing, or sorry, whiskey of his choosing. Because as we know, not all bourbons are whiskey, but all whiskey, no, sorry, the other way.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the keys away from the man <laughs> they called Tim right now. We're oh done, okay? I'm, I'm <sighs> calling your wife. I'm telling her to come downstairs and grab that bottle out of your hand. You're not even sitting in your chair anymore. You're on the floor right now, No, I'm you? standing.
1: All bourbons are whiskey, but not all whiskeys are bourbon. There we
0: go. There
1: you go. Okay. All right. So here's my 29th one. Do we want to throw in a bonus one, a, a 29th around, you know, since we're talking about like the Kang variant and, uh, you know, apocalypse potentially. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Shang-Chi's father? Um, or better yet, does this explain anything with regard to the rings?
0: Now that could be a possibility. Although I would think that if there's any any chance of that someone would have had a rumor about it and i i didn't i didn't see anything like that so i mean i would already be on the side of the jabroni right there because ain't nobody sniffed out a whiff of it although then again maybe that means it is the real because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know since most of these rumors end up being complete crap anyways maybe that's the the thing who knows who knows
1: so do you want to add it or just say eh punt
0: I'll let you decide, since you're the one who's drunk right now. Go right ahead.
1: I am not. Come on now.
0: Hi, I'm drunk.
1: Oh, stop it. Um, so what do we want to call actually, this one? Uh,
0: that's actually a really great song. There's a song by uh, Albert Collins called I Ain't Drunk, I'm Just Drinking.
1: What do you think of that? The Eternals are aware of Shang-Chi's rings and their origin. Okay. I mean, I know your answer will still be the jabroni, but I just
0: thought. No, so. I mean... Uh, Again, the fact that that nobody else has picked this up means it is much more likely to be for the real because all the other theories are crap. So <laughs> this, 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 there's, a, there's a legit chance that just picking stuff out of thin air is more accurate than some of these well-thought-out theories. So I'm going to go with the real. Why not? Are you? Yep.
1: Uh, um, I know I wrote it, but I'm actually on the fence. Sorry, i got to go George Costanza on this one. Normally, I would say the real. You Boy,
0: totally wouldn't that be something if I one.
1: basically cornered you into a, a you know one-point differential based on this one?
0: Interesting. We'll see. Actually, we'll
1: there's a 30th one we can throw in, which is Mephisto is the
0: villain. No, no. We're, we're not Mephistiating. <laughs>
1: All right. No no Mephistiating. No. Well, my friend, we have journeyed through the rumors. Are, are, will you be seeing it this weekend?
0: I don't know. It, it's going to depend. I, I right. think there's a decent chance that I might be able to get to it. I'm still. I've. I've. The, then again, I thought I was going to be able to see Dune by now, but circumstances have uh, have worked against me <laughs> I know, getting to a I theater. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I'm hopeful that maybe I'll get to see one of them. I, I think it'll be more. More likely to be the Eternals than Dune because the All kid right. is definitely, definitely more hyped for the Eternals than for Dune.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, I, I, she actually does seem to be kind of interested in that. She that she seems to be warming up to that. So we'll see.
1: All right. Uh. Well, my friend, that is, that is it for this version, the Eternals edition of the Real and the Jabroni.
0: Until we calculate later on
1: and adjudicate. And
0: another thing. So what do you got for And Another Thing this week, sir?
1: All right. Well, my And Another Thing is a pleasant little uh, series my wife and I have been watching on Netflix that came into some acclaim and some uh, prominence, I think, toward the end of its run uh, in 2019 and 2020, Uh, probably more 2020, where we're all homebound and trying to not lose our minds. Mm -hmm. And that would be uh, the just delightful and hilarious comedy series uh, Shitt's Creek, starring mm-hmm. uh, Eugene Levy, his son, Dan, Catherine O'Hara, who has uh, starred in many vehicles alongside Eugene Levy. And I need to look up the, the girl, the gal who plays yes. the daughter. I'm sorry. I got to look her up real quick. But geez, I took notes on everything else but that. I'll come back to it. Premise of the show, rich knobby family loses everything except uh, they happen to own a small town somewhere. We, we don't know exactly where. It's it's kind of like The Simpsons. You never really know what state it's in or, or if it's yeah. in Canada or something like that. But the dad apparently buys the small town as a joke for his son. And that is the only thing they have left. Because the government can't, basically, they lose all their money due to being swindled out of it with their his business uh, associate or something like that, his accountant, and so they have to move to this small town and basically live in a motel. And so, uh, yeah, so it's a very, I mean, so many of these episodes, my wife and I have just been laughing out loud as we're watching it. I mean, it's just it is very good comedy, very funny stuff. Um, First two seasons are really kind of about them trying to get out of the town and then it really starts to develop heart toward the end of season two into seasons three through six, where it really starts to go to, and, you know, just a, it's funny, but there is some warmth and some, you know, it's, it's character growth. It's, it's seeing them grow and, 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 and kind of grow beyond what they were and and grow as a family and that sort of thing. And so it's a really funny show, a lot of warmth, a lot of joy, a lot of inclusivity uh, just, just really enjoy it a lot. And so uh, highly recommend it. If you have not seen this show, please do. It is so funny. And Dan Levy is just, I, he is just phenomenal as David. I mean, he is just such a great, great character and just absolutely love the interactions between him and uh, the the gal who plays his sister who I'm trying to look up right now. Um, it is Annie Murphy. Thank you very much, sir, as I babble on and not embarrass myself. So, yeah, my and another thing, uh, Shit's Creek on Netflix. Check it out.
0: And how about you, sir? So the funny thing is we, uh, me and my wife actually just watched the first episode of that the other day. <laughs> and it is funny, but it's one of those shows that I don't think I, just based on the first episode, I'm not like all in. You got to keep watching it. Well, I'm. I, I think it's mostly me. Like, there's some shows that it takes me a little while to get into, and some mm. that just grab me immediately. And this this feels to me like one of those ones. Like, after four or five episodes, I'd be like, "Oh yes, all yeah. in." Mm-hmm. But after the first episode, I'm sort of like, "Meh, okay, keep, keep watching." It was, and and the thing is though, the they did such a great job of jumping you right into the story mm-hmm. in like the opening scene and just like like everything is just going wrong and it just <laughs> throws you right in and it's great and it's great and all of the the main characters of the what is it the rose family yeah yeah are are fantastic and then you start meeting the other and chris elliott oh yeah <laughs> from work here which yes. is great. I mean, I, I don't know. The last time I even heard from Chris Elliott, I yep. think I, the last time I saw him on anything, he was on a couple of random episodes of King of Queens. Yep. you know, and and so that was kind of nice. But yeah, oh, it, it was a, it was a, it was funny. But it wasn't one of those things that immediately just grabbed me.
1: Okay, give it. But time. I, would, I would
0: highly recommend giving it. I'm I'm going to try and watch some more because now I'm, I'm I've I've hooked into Netflix and I've I found a bunch of stuff that I want to watch. So. Uh, apparently, I'm, I'm riding the, the Netflix train for a little while.
1: All right. There, there There's an episode in season one where they deal with the sign that you see as you go into the town. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hysterical. It, it it is just it is such a funny episode. There there are just so many episodes like that. So I, I could rattle off a few others. There's one in season two where Dan Levy and Catherine O'Hara are doing a um she's trying to teach him how to cook a family recipe oh, and she yes. doesn't yeah yeah oh yeah, have yeah. you seen that and she doesn't even know how to do it and I mean yeah and it's like fold the cheese in how do you do that it's it's like, <laughs> I mean yes it's, it's so funny we were I've dying seen that laughing.
0: clip someone sent that to my wife and I watched oh, it and I'm gosh. like okay that's ridiculous I probably have to watch this. <laughs>
1: Oh, good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Yeah. Anyways, what about you? What is your and another thing?
0: Well, mine also happens to be from uh, the world of Netflix uh, mm. because I'm, like I said, I'm hooked into the Netflix freaking matrix at this point now. They've, they're <laughs> getting my money. Uh, Time and to fly. <laughs> the main reason that I kind of went in for Netflix is because now there's a couple things I wanted to see mm-hmm. and uh, Another Life starring a friend of the show, Katie Sackoff, mm-hmm. uh, and she uh, she is playing the, the lead in this uh, in the second season, as she did in the first, uh, Nico Breckenridge, uh, astronaut and commander of, uh, of an intergalactic spacecraft. And first season, for me, it's tough because all, all by itself, it, it's just a fun kind of sci-fi show, you know. But the problem being when you have an actor who I really enjoyed her work in one of my all-time favorite things that has ever been on television, it's really hard to see that person in another sci-fi, even though BSG was always kind of uh, what Ron Moore said, it's a, it's a drama that happens to be set in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. This is much more sci-fi, and it's hard, it's hard to not draw comparisons. But once you just kind of, if you can kind of sever that, that need to make the comparisons, like, oh, this isn't the same as BSG. Of course it's not. Of course, it's not. it's not it's nothing like it right it's right. it's a fun show. it's a fun show and I'm not saying that there aren't some problems. there's a couple of uh, a couple of the actors that I'm just like, man, how did you get this gig? I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the thought process was with casting. it kind of brings things down a little bit. However, I think Katie Sackoff is is really good in it. I think there's also. There's a couple other actors in there who I really wish I'd done a little research on here and I could look them up. Uh, but I, I think there's a there's a good handful of, uh, oh, well, I, so the, the actor who plays the uh, the artificial intelligence, William, mm-hmm. on the ship, it, I think did really well in this. And there's, there's, there's a good handful of, of actors who do turn in some really good performances. It, the one complaint I would have is that they go through so many characters, it almost goes gets to a point of like the Sopranos, who's going to get whacked this week? sort of thing, like when you just start uh, to sort yeah. of getting into that, into that mode of like, okay, who's going to get killed this week, what's going to, you know, that sort of thing. Overall, though, it's a fun ride, and I, both seasons are 10 episodes, and they're about an hour, so I mean, it's it's not a brisk watch by any means, but it's, it's bingeable over, you know, a decent amount of time, and it's just fun, it's just fun, and it kind of... It goes from sci-fi. There are, there are even some more horror moments that were, for me, kind of started getting into that area of like, okay, I'm not sure I like this because that's not my genre. Uh, some good action, even some decent comedy and, and some and some drama. So there's a little something for everyone in there. You know what I mean? Uh, but nice. I highly recommend it. I think it's, it's a fun watch as long as you don't try and belabor comparisons to BSG and you just enjoy it for what it is. It's a good watch. Nice. Very cool yes indeed well so sad but now it's that time folks it's that time when we have to we have to say farewell to all of our good friends out there on the interwebs we have to just pick up our bags and say farewell to all of you i don't know why i'm dragging this out it's just the end of the podcast it's not like we're ending this thing forever it's just this episode I, I'm feeling very emotional. Talking about Howard Finkel. I was going to go Godfrey. back to the,
1: it's it's the Fink man. It just brings yeah. out all the feels.
0: Well, and, Gal, and Gilbert Godfrey as well. Well, I, I get Godfrey. very emotional about. Well, about, let's not uh, forget Yakov Smirnov, So, well, no, I mean, a comedic giant, of course, <laughs> who I didn't realize was still with us. But I'm glad that he is. Mm-hmm. I am glad that he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wherever you are, whatever casino in Missouri that you're you're performing at tonight, Yakov. God bless. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thank you all for tuning in. We do so appreciate uh, all the members of the Free Range Idiocy congregation gathering together and, and reading from the holy scriptures of idiocy. Uh, once again, we do believe in, uh, in, in redemption through idiocy, uh, and we are certainly hoping for that for everyone, including ourselves, uh, because quite honestly, that might be our only chance. Uh, so because it's the only thing we got going for us, folks. We are idiots with microphones and access to the Internet. God only knows how it all happened, but it did. So here we are. And we have but a Thank Patrick. you for tuning in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh dude. And don't even get me started.
1: <laughs> Anyways.
0: So thank you all for tuning in. We do so appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on all the major streaming platforms. You can also find us at freerangeedc.com. Be sure to follow us. Be sure to subscribe wherever you can and get all of our episodes. You don't want to miss a single one because good Lord, there's plenty of yucks and chuckles and, wrestling references and all kinds of other important things that you need for your life you just don't know it yet sort of like me with hit monkey i didn't know i needed it until i saw it and then i'm like i gotta have it that's how you'll feel with this podcast i guarantee and mm-hmm. if not you get your monies back. So uh, you can also follow us on the social medias. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. All of those are at Free Range Idiocy. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, you want to send those to Tim at FreeRangeIdiocity.com. And the man they call Tim will get back to you forthwith, if not sooner. And now we finally come to everyone's favorite part of the show except mine. This is when I close my app and I hand it over to the man sitting next to the man who's sitting next to the man Who's sitting next to the man? Who's sitting next to the man with the limp? <laughs> <laughs> I could just I had to carry that this in there, huh? Thing. Well, again, you know, it, dude has a limp. I mean, you know, it's kind of his distinguishing feature. Otherwise, he's a very bland individual. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I turn this over to the man they call Tim, and I ask him one very simple question, and it's not what is hip. It's what the hell did we learn this episode? Uh, we have learned the following, my friend: mm-hmm. fantasy
1: football. Uncle Todd notches up a win, baby.
0: Yeah, before my team just completely implodes and we sink to the bottom.
1: The man they call Tim, winner as well, but suffering a bit of a loss. We'll see what happens. So- dune fantastic flick check it out but part two is a go so uh, this is not an incomplete duology that will not be uh fully finished it, it it will happen in a couple of years so check it out good stuff and uh much much better version than the prior 1980s version
0: duology wasn't the follow-up to paula abdul's vibology i believe so
1: um book of boba fett
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> cannot arrive soon enough I need a good cigar after watching that.
1: Oh, holy moly. Give me more of Book of Boba Fett. It is going to be fantastic. And then the real and the jabroni, uh, Uncle Todd and the man they call Tim have adjudicated. Uh, we have made our, our selections, and now we are we're going to take it in. We're going to see what this movie is about and report back. And I'm, I'm predicting a, a man they call Tim victory final. I will I will rectify these last two uh, losses and, and find myself... Rectificate. Towards, I will rectificate and claim victory. Uh, I whereas, would like to
0: drink the picate my winnings from the last reel of jabroni like three months ago.
1: Well, they will arrive at your destination if you would just be patientate. So...
0: <laughs> going to make me haterate and keep this up. <laughs>
1: So uh, do check out The Eternals. looks like a good flick, and Marvel uh, is rarely, if ever, uh, disappointing. So do check it out, and uh, we will come back and tabulate uh, all the results at a future point in time, uh, possibly next episode. With all that being said, As we always like to kind of close things out, and as Uncle Todd has already touched on, we thank you for the downloads. A lot of, a lot of downloads this week, and very much appreciate it. But as we like to close, uh, be safe, be healthy, be kind, be good to one another. And, uh, you know, it's it's been one of those weeks, and uh, we always need to keep the bourbon budget uh, funded. So please, uh, to save a few pennies and uh, to help Uncle Todd and the man they called him out, please, would you hit the light time out? It's like I took the wrong week to quit drinking. Damn! The smell of your corn liquor or brewing is going to drive poor Miss Dryja right out of
0: her mind. I beg your pardon, what did you say? What are you doing here? Well, according to the two D-cuffs on your watch, it's dinner time. You got dinner time money?
1: (laughs) I'm just joking, I'm just joking. You know, your credit's good with me.
0: You're such a disappointing pair. I prayed so hard for you. (laughs) Get out,
1: and don't come back until you've redeemed yourselves. So say we all. So say we all.
0: So, did I tell you about Patrick's new thing? Oh dear, what's that? He's building a raft out of all the uh, out of all my seltzer bottles.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: And his plan is he's going to he's going to make a raft and he's going to he's going to ride it over Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, he's brand loyal, which is <laughs> for certain. Jeez. I do give him credit for that. That's about all I give him credit for. Oh my gosh. The, and I you know I would be concerned because I mean here's the thing like I he's annoying as all get out but I don't want any I don't want anyone to get hurt like I, I don't I know I know but the one the one reason I haven't stopped him is because I figure by the time he gets through this thing and he figures out how to get all these glued together it's gonna be frozen anyways mm-hmm. and the other thing is I don't think they're gonna let him through the border <laughs> So I think I think oh. that I think I don't have much to worry about. Now, if you manage to find a waterfall here in the States, I think that we are probably going to be on the search for a new intern very soon. So if you if you would like to apply to be our intern, feel oh, free to send Lord. those to Tim at freerangeidiocy.com <laughs> oh, <laughs> just in case.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Now get the hell out of here. <laughs>